What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another great edition of Smart Mark Talk, brought to you by Elite Wrestling Audio, the only podcast that provides two body bots from the Bronx, giving you inside knowledge in the world of professional wrestling. It's your boy, Val Cisco, Papa Shango, aka Lucha Val, and of course, with me as always, the Mordecai of all evil over here, Mr. J. Rance. How Yo, you doing, sir? Oh, I am chilling. Some Champagne Canyon. I'm good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I am and ready to talk some wrestling, brother. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. Not a lot of big events happening last weekend and this weekend uh, coming up as well, too. We are getting ready for the big showdown. WrestleMania is coming. WrestleMania 37 mm-hmm. happening in Tampa Bay, Florida. Um, we're going to get into it. Just the lead up into WrestleMania. We're about almost like 12 or 13 days away. So um, it's revving up. Not only that... We're going to give some barbershop conversation about NXT's next event as well, too. Their TakeOver event. And, of course, something just for you and for the audience that does love the international side of things. We're going to be talking about Sakura Genesis that's happening oh. tonight, actually, as well, too. Oh. So, you want me to talk about something? You know yeah. what? Yeah. Let's get into it now, man. Because, you know, I usually leave it to, to the last, to the end. Wow. But let's get into some Sakura Genesis. Sakura, Sakura! Yeah, hold on. Give me a second. Hold on. <laughs> I need that. That's what the type of intro I need. You know, so if you know how New Japan does it, they go in. But yeah, let's just jump that into that, bro. How are you feeling? Because I know there's a big. This whole event is kind of just built around about the unveil of the new heavyweight title. You know, again, the unification bout between Will Ospreay and Kota Ibushi, and the unveil will be today for the first time of the title. Like, how do you feel about that, man? Like, because I know you said you were not kind of for title unifications and stuff, and we have our views on it. So, how do you feel? Well, we're here, and it's gonna happen. So, they're they're going full force with mm-hmm. this, and I think um what's what's really gonna make or break the situation is how that title looks. I think you're really really gonna either gain a fan base or lose a fan base, depend on the design of this title. Why I say that is because, <clears throat> like you said we've been back and forth on how we felt about the separation or at least unification of the um, IC title and the um, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and how both of those designs are epic. They, they have prestige. You know, they look like titles that have been passed on through generations, you know. Um, and for those two to get kind of molded together in this new title forms, the new Heavyweight Championship, um, it just can't be some plain old like willy nilly title. I think this has to like really hit home and say, yeah, like this is gonna be the championship that we're gonna carry over for the next ten years. That's gonna hold. That's gonna like really be held as the prestigious title of all professional wrestling. Because at the end of the day, that's what New Japan has. It has prestige. Um, so I don't know it's make or break for me. But do I feel okay? Do I feel a little jaded about it because? of the match we're getting revolving around it a tad bit because I feel that this is a great test for Will Ospreay. The lead up has been great. He vows to kill a god at Sakura Genesis. Oh, you saw that? Which you is saw pretty, that promo? Oh, yes, bro, yeah. definitely. You know, he's been doing the best promos and the best work um, of his career, in my opinion. Uh, you know, with the with the um, Oz Cutter to be Priestley, mm-hmm. you know, the, um, the Road to Genesis promo as well, too. Um, you know, building up his, his stable as well, too, with the mystery opponent coming yes. in as well, too, at Genesis. Yep. 
you know, a lot riding here, but I feel like we're still sacrificing all that to still put Ibushi over. And I feel like he is, he's already over. Like, we're going to give this new title to him, and I feel like he's going to beat Osprey in a great match, and it's going to be a great look for Osprey, but I feel like this could have waited. We could have pushed this a little bit more for it to be a little bit more believable. Because as much as all these things are happening and all these changes are happening, I still feel that uh, Osprey is going to do the J-O-B. How do you feel? Yeah, those are my sentiments exactly because, you know, this, you know that awesome match he had with Shingo as well to win the cup. Mm-hmm. Um, Bushi's over. He doesn't need, I don't want to say Barry, but it's a word that's used a lot in wrestling. I mean, there are ways to save a wrestler. There are ways to save outcomes. Yes, like you said. But so let's not throw the word Barry around, but it's matches that should not be happening onto something that's already going to culminate with a gimme with a Bushi getting the strap. You get what I'm saying? Where, like, like yeah. you said, a, a prior wrestler that didn't get buried, but you know, a match that went down and shouldn't have gone down and lost to him multiple times was Sonata as well. And like yeah. you said here, Sonata was groomed to be that face of New Japan. So, you know, those matches already happened. Boom, Sonata's out the picture right now. Here comes Will Ospreay, which you said that you want us to see a little bit more of developmental, some more trust in him. That's what you wanted to see. And we're finally seeing that trust. And he's going to go, um, where's the event taking uh, place at? I don't think it's Corrigan Hall. I, I forgot where it's taking place at, but he said, I've only lost once here. So you're telling me you're going to lose twice now. You know, so it's yep. kind of like these great matches. We're going to get great matches, but at what cost, like you said? And that's my thing. And then also with the unification of the title, um, we do know the Intercontinental. I mean, it doesn't have that much prestige, but it still, it still does have prestige for just being from 2012. You get what I'm saying? There's still a lot of prestige to that title. And for me, when you just start unifying titles, you start making one title, you just start having one player, and then you just kind of start diminishing some other title, you know, opportunities for other players and stuff. So I just want to know the longevity, like you said. Like, you got to have this plan if you're really going to pull the trigger on this, you know? Well, I mean, I, I feel like they have a plan, and they... I, I feel like they thought it through. If they're going to retire the IC title, what are we going to do to elevate the other titles? And, you know, they did a great job with Tanahashi carrying the Never Open Championship that kind of elevated that title a tad mm-hmm. bit. Um, you know, you have the United States Championship as well, too, which I feel like it's been in limbo because yeah. you could you, you could say a lot either whether it's because of the coronavirus. We could say, is Moxley the right person right now to be holding that title? Um, there's a lot going in with that title right there. But they are making rides to to ante up those titles to make them feel more important so i get that um to me it just falls on design at this point like if, if it looks like a crappy belt you're gonna get crappy results but with with new japan they take a lot of they take a they, they a lot of pride in their championship titles so i think it's gonna be a beautiful title i just hope that it's gonna flop oh yeah bro i just i'm just really like i said like you know these are some matches that we should not be having right now just let them brew organically but at this point it's like what are you gonna give a bushi you know so if anything it should have been Osprey, I mean, Osprey, you hear me? It should have been Sonata and Nabushi, but just do it uh, gradually and naturally. So, I don't know. We'll see. Titles are always cool because, you know, um, European titles, whether any sport it is, if you look at Risen Kickboxing, their titles are phenomenal as well. They take a lot of pride in their belts. I don't think it's going to be crappy. I think it's going to be good. I'm just mad at the players you're sacrificing for it. But as far as for the mystery opponent, I don't know. I, I have no speculations. Do you can take a guess with that or what? 
Me either. I, uh, we could all like have different like ideas of what this or that could be. It'd be great to see Andrade come mm-hmm. into New Japan with the La Sombra gimmick oh. and maybe make that work right there, which would be great. But I feel like, you know, this was planned before yeah. that. So I don't know, like uh, Nick Aldis, but I feel like Nick Aldis is Marty Scroll. <laughs> oh, it could happen. <laughs> It could happen, even though they said New Japan cut ways with Marty Scorrell as well, yeah. too. It could happen. We don't know. It, it, I, I'm not too sure. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I think um, that has to kind of, like, work as well, too. Like, that has to be a huge impact. So that way, you know, it gives something for Will Ospreay to do right after the loss. I, I'm sorry. He's he's going to lose of people. I, I apologize for that. But I, he's going to have a great match. And, it's gonna show that he like by next year that cat could have the the world heavyweight championship. Yeah. This match is gonna show that. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what I I pose to you right here. I know that Abushi has ran through the division a tad bit. Would you be opposed to see some maybe some North American talent or even some you know Mexican talent? Um, you know, come to New Japan and maybe challenge Bushi as like a little filler program until Wrestle Kingdom. Ooh, Black Soul Roos. Hell yes. Um, no, I wouldn't be opposed to some filler talent of that nature. Like you said, I think this would be a phenomenal spot for Andrade. Um, first of all, just add that caveat. But um, no, I wouldn't be opposed to it, man. Uh, w- one player I think that could kind of be in the mix maybe this is just me not really in the mix but I-, I think the US strap like you said shouldn't be on Moxley it should be on somebody else um, but yeah. um, I wouldn't be opposed to that bro and we see all these cross promotions going on right now so I wouldn't be opposed to that I think it would be good it would spice it up and keep it interesting until they can finally get that one person in Wrestle Kingdom which I have a feeling is going to be Omega I, I think it's going to be Omega too unless they uh, it's either good to me it's either going to be three people Omega um, Tanahashi or Okada I, I could see them building toward, toward Okada to have that huge 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 Wrestle Kingdom rematch um, but then again like I feel like that's playing it safe yeah. too much like might as well take a risk and they're taking a lot of risks this year anyway so keep on going like just you know make some noise make make the wrestling world crumble and shake a little bit and that's good for business when you play it safe too much like it's gonna get a little watered down mm-hmm. um i would but in the meantime before we got there like i, I me personally i want to see some people get some chances that we never thought we would see get chances mm-hmm. like here's a name that i i would love you know mlw mlw mm-hmm. you know a wealth of talent over there my man Jacob Fatu would be an excellent test for 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 where he is yeah. for his level in, in the professional wrestling world, and you're not sacrificing that much. He could definitely lose, but what he gains is notoriety. What he gains is a little bit more fan service and a little more fanfare of seeing what a Fatu can do up there in New Japan against the best of the best, mm-hmm. and that alone right there can like just show so much wealth and in his style of wrestling and where he wants to go where where he lies in north america does he go to an impact does he go to an AEW? does he go to wwe you know that dude is he's on the cusp of breaking out really big he just needs that one match to prove it in my opinion yeah jacob fatu has been doing some phenomenal work in mlw not saying that it's going undermined but you know I, I think it's time for him to be in the limelight as a lot of these other people have gotten the opportunity I think he deserves this opportunity as well, bro. Phenomenal work out there. It will be good, man. It will be good. You're not you're not hurting him. If anything, you're just elevating him. 
You know what I'm saying? If this dude is able to go to the limits with Kota Ibushi, the god of wrestling, bro, that would just elevate him. Anybody right now would elevate him as a crossover talent if they were to do that. So I think that's a good name that you drew out there. Another name I'll throw out too, um, which I don't know. I don't know the viability as character. I don't know the viability as wrestler because to me, there's something missing. And I might be wrong. You might see something more in him than I do. But my man Roosh, man, like, ah. yeah, <laughs> he's the ROH champion. He has a great look. I love the stable, you mm-hmm. know, the American version of LIJ. You know, um, I love it. I think it, there's something there, but maybe just uh, the long layoffs from ROH. Uh, maybe then not the best credible reign as a champion in ROH has kind of hurt him a bit too. Um, what is it about Roosh? Or is it just me that just doesn't see it in him? Do you see more in him than I do? <sighs> Roosh, Roosh, Roosh. Um, first of all, I think he would kind of be locked up right now because I think Homicide returned to Ring of Honor. So I think they got that little mm-hmm. beef going on right now. <laughs> um, I think... While he is a phenomenal wrestler, because I do F with, with Roosh, but I think it's just markability, maybe? Like, if you just look at him, he just looks like he, has, he hasn't really gotten out of the... Maybe this is just me, I'm wrong, but he just hasn't really gotten out of your typical Mexican luchador look. You know, like, yeah. when you're out here in the States, you need to have a certain look to you. It's just, you know, brutally honest. You, you can't really get over with that typical Mexican look that you have, and... I'm saying that's nothing wrong with that, you know, because that's who he is. It's in his blood, but maybe it's just the markability that he just needs to change up his looks, how he looks. Because um, if you see, it's easier for like Rey Mysterio, Penta, Phoenix, because these people, uh, Laredo Kid, these people got masks, these people got the luchador attire. But you look at him, he's just like a Mexican bruiser Brody. Like, and no offense, but you know, you just need to switch up your look a little bit. That's what I think. Not just that, they, that's excellent points. Not just that, but they have character. Like, Pentagon has mm-hmm. character, Phoenix has character. You know, when I look at Rouge, I don't look like he has, you know, Mexican royalty. Um, luchador royalty and like coming from a long line list of uh, Mexican luchadors and I, I get that I, I like that that prestige but at the end of the day you know you're one bad move away from being uh, Alberto Del Rio right now like Alberto Del Rio was another person who came from a long line of Mexican heritage uh, wrestling families and he could have been bigger than what he was as well too but he fucked his own life up um I'm not saying that's Rouge White right there, but I'm saying that I'm not sure if he's wasting away in ROH he or he's not developing himself. Look at Bandito. Bandito's another person that could be bigger than what he is, but he signed that exclusive contract to ROH, and I feel like that noise is gone mm-hmm. these days. It really is. It really is. And um, it's just the loyalty that these guys want to show ROH. We know ROH was like the breeding ground for a lot of wrestling organizations nowadays. And it was a, at one point the hottest thing on the planet. But I feel that maybe, like you said, they fell into this comfort zone and they really haven't developed themselves. And I think that's one thing with Roosh where he needs to play around a little bit more and maybe like a little jump to New Japan or something where he could develop his character and have some fun. I think it would be good for him and Bandito as well. Yeah. Same here, same here. Um, going um, on the side of uh, Sakura Genesis, is there any other match that you're you're looking forward to in this card? Because it, it's it's a 
it's a hefty card with a lot of tag team wrestling. Yeah, it really is. Not a lot of shakeups happening, but besides that main card, it's basically a card that's just the main event. But there are some fun matches. There. Yeah, there are some fun matches. Um, I'm looking at the card right now. Like, I'm loving the work Jay White is doing. So we got him going up against Tanahashi. Um, mm-hmm. That match looks pretty good. Uh, who else? Uh, who else is in there? Um, who we got? Shingo, Sonata, and Aido taking on Jeff Cobb, the Great Okan, and the Mystery Partner. So that's gonna be fun. yeah. That one's gonna be really fun. And then um, I think there was another one where Evil and Kenta teaming up. Uh, Bullet Club versus o- oh, but uh, this uh, Okada against um, what's his group? I keep forgetting his name. Um, I forgot. Chaos, yeah, is it uh, chaos? Yoshihashi. Yeah, chaos, chaos, yes. Yeah. That match is pretty cool, so I don't know, man. Like, there are some good matches. Overall, it's going to be a good event, but, you know, like I said, it's just built around this inaugural title. Do you think, um, this is the last point I have for Genesis right here, uh, for anybody that's going to catch it, it's going to be on, I believe, New Japan yeah, World, right? New or Japan you can catch World, it any yeah. other way you can However do it. you want to do it. New Japan World, if you want to stream it, <laughs> like... You know, <laughs> but hey, if you like the New Japan and you like the wrestling, y'all can pay the 10 bucks, which is actually way cheaper than the network, bro, because when they charge me, they just be coming up to like nine, 960 or 980. So, you know, support New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Are you going to be watching it live uh, tonight? Let's see. Let's see. I haven't been tired these past few days, but I don't know. No promises, but I will try to catch it, though. Yeah. Are you gonna try to give a little review? Oh, I'm down it? with it, bro. I'm down. I'm down to review it. We go. Mm, I, I, I want yeah, to if, if if I don't catch it tonight, then we could just watch it, catch it tomorrow, and just jump on a review and stuff. You know, if we're with it. I, I like yeah. that. I like that right there. What I was gonna say is, your boy Kenta. Mm. Do you feel like he is gone to the bottom of the total pole because of that Moxley match? Do you feel like it's too much of a far cry to say maybe enter him? In the heavyweight title picture, just as like a throw-off match with Abushi. Oh wow, Kenta! He has kind of fallen from grace, bro. He has. Um, you make a good point. I wasn't really observing Kenta right now, but looking at it since the Moxley match, he should have went over, maybe, maybe <laughs> to keep him relevant because right now he's just a flash in the pan. You got him tagging up with um with the Bullet Club. And before that, when he had the case, he was kind of hot, bro, calling his shots, you know? So I think it was maybe the time to pull the trigger on Kenta. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you could, but just looking at the, the, you know, I don't want to get like our friend Jeremy, well, it's not believable, but just looking at Ibushi and looking at Kenta, I mean, to me, I don't think they would have that good of a match, you know, taking the looks away because, I mean, it'll be phenomenal. But we know what can Kenta give because we know Kenta's very injury prone. So it's like, that's mm-hmm. the thing. And, and you know, Abushi goes out there. Abushi gives you like 45 flat. You know, he just goes, bro. And he pushes the limits. So I don't think Kenta could keep up with him with that because the Moxley match wasn't even that long because he's very injury prone. No, it wasn't. So he has fallen kind of far from grace right now. How do you feel about Kenta? Yeah, I mean, I think the best thing that he did was showing up on AEW because it was, you know, that was such a beloved thing to see. Like, number one, some of New Japan showing up on AEW. Mm-hmm. Number two, you know, that American audience that missed, um, you know, um, uh, what, what was his name in um, NXT? Hideo oh, Tommy. Yeah. You know, that 
though that American audience that missed that character got to see it one more time. So I think if I was, you know, a booker and I was like doing this trade off, you know, or at least this merger, or when I want to say merger, excuse me, this, this, um, this yeah. piece, this look, like, the handshake mm-hmm. agreements that they're having. This little cold war. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I would have, I would bring Kenta back to AEW, maybe trade off one or two people. I had Kenta go over Darby Allen. I mean, I think that'll give some credibility the, the to that TNT title. Yeah, for the strap. I'm not opposed to that because Darby Allen hasn't done nothing to elevate that title. Maybe good match though. I think they would push each other hard, and I think Darby's small frame would work with Kenta being, you know, small as well too. I don't think they would go like balls to the wall, thirty minute match. But I think it'll be a fun match, and I think it'll give a little bit more credibility to that TNT title, and you'll give some international presence as well too. Um, that's me as armchair booker right there, just to give Kenta a little bit more love and give him more shine for his career because right now he's floundering. yeah he is he's floundering man. Like I said, you should have pulled the strap. Maybe not pulled the strap, but I think you should have pulled the strap because he was hot, bro. He was calling his shots and he was dropping nice promos on Moxley. So, but. Yeah, we we'll definitely have him come back to AEW, like you said. And, um, you know, once you get that, you can just start dropping promos like, Moxley, I'm coming for you. I'm not going nowhere. I'm here in your house, you know? So, like, this is me. But, um, yeah, he is floundering, bro. I mean, you got guys coming back, like Laredo Kid's coming back this Wednesday. So, you can definitely mm-hmm. bring Kenta back. Um, Before we get into the big two, which is NXT and WrestleMania, do uh, you have any thoughts or opinions about AEW lately or what's been happening with um, Impact and AEW, the Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan feud that's happening? Uh, I mean, I still feel like at the end of the day, Impact is getting the short end of the stick. Impact Impact is always going to be Impact. They do good. They, you know, I enjoy their shows. Their wrestling is good. So for that aspect, I'm not upset, but I'm just getting upset that bro you're just pouring out impact it's it may be a realization that kenny omega is gonna uh-huh. go over rich swan for the strap so um while the interaction is cool like i said from the jump i'm just waiting i know you have the biggest pet peeve with with rich swan like you just don't understand why he's champion i'm just waiting for that moment for it to feel like uh as you want to say, because uh, okay, this is you can sit here and say this is a war because they fought already. I'm just waiting for the I'm gonna push back moment because it's always Omega Catalyst on Impact, this on Impact, Tony Khan on Impact. I get it, but okay, if you want to make me believe this feud and get invested into this match, why hasn't Rich Swan showed up on Impact and fucking hit a 450 splash or whatever it is on Omega? You get what I'm saying? And you just got him. In a rivalry right now with Penta, Phoenix, and Laredo Kid. I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just kind of upset where I don't feel like no, this is uh, No, my me. thoughts are with, with Rich Juan is that he's, and I love myself some indie wrestling, but he's too indie for his own damn good. And it, it doesn't scream like a world champion. You know, there's certain people out there that look great, mm-hmm. you know, as that underdog champion, but he doesn't, he doesn't exude mm-hmm. that baby face. Like, oh, you you might get that win. Oh, it might happen. You know, Kofi did it. You know, Daniel Bryan does it. These small underdog guys that, you know, reach from the bottom to try to get to the top. I get that. They have compelling stories to tell. Not the fact, not that Rich Swan doesn't have a compelling story. It's just nothing feels believable. It doesn't. It. I mean, 
you can sit here and say he doesn't have a compelling I mean, story. he has a, the indie story. Like, I've been, you know, yeah. doing the indies for all 20 years in yeah. Baltimore, Maryland, and a hardcore background. And I wrestled about everyone. Everybody surpassed me. Well, there's a reason why everybody surpassed me, bro. Like, it, 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 it as much as I am a fan of professional wrestling, you know, Imperium, respect the mat. I am a person that, you know, loves to watch mm-hmm. good old wrestling, let the entertainment uh, take a back seat. I, I, I do admit sometimes there has to be an entertainment value or or, or something to pull me in to be larger mm-hmm. than life. And nothing that Rich Swan does makes me feel that way. It, it's starting to feel like Kofi's reign where Kofi, you know, was a believable champion the first month or so, and then he's still throwing pancakes to everybody. He's still making a fool of himself on live TV, and instead of being like the gritty champion, like, I need to do this because this is my belt, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this shot again, which he hasn't, um, you know, he's out there just doing the same old New Day nonsense, and the same thing Rich Swan. What is Rich Swan doing? He's getting the blood fuse of Moose and other people out there, and what does he do? He comes out and just dances. Just dances. That's all I'm doing. I'm dancing. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, uh, I, I, I get what you're saying. Where he has the, the background with the NB, the background, you know, with the hardcore, the upbringing, things of like that. But to me, it's yeah, yeah. Been there, done that. We've heard that before. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, been there, done that story. So that's why it's not that compelling to me no offense to anybody we love indie wrestling here but it's a story that we've heard you know one too many times and if it's your real life story i get it that's cool i'm not taking that away from you but okay we've heard that but now what are you presenting to us when you know now that you're on the main stage now that you're champion what are you giving us and i love rich one but i'm starting to see these Kinks, you know, like you told me with with the with the <laughs> Christian Bale Batman. <laughs> like, so I'm starting to notice these things right now, and I'm like, yeah, you're really not much different from WWE as well. We have seen some wrestlers that left WWE and elevated their game. I may not like seeing him constantly, but look at Cody Rhodes. Um, so it's like, what are you doing besides this dancing, brother? You know, right now, yeah, Moose should be carrying that. Hell, right? that be and, um, so Thunder over here should be carrying that. Willie Mack should be chance. You, yeah, well, he yeah. you know, and I look at SWAT, I'm like, all right, yes. maybe, uh, maybe, okay, you took the, take the promos out. Maybe it's an aesthetic Bro. thing. And I'm like, all right, you're a champion, right? So, like, you're going to carry yourself like a champion. Moose looks like a million bucks. Moose, like, like whatever he does, oh, like, yeah. he's been tr- trying different, like, different little... I wouldn't say characters, but it's hires over the years. And, you know, at least he's tried to, to yeah. find something for himself. Rich Swan, I don't get it. Like, like if he's a heel, the wild hair, the scraggly beard, I get it. You are a heel. You don't give a fuck about your appearance. You're going out there just to beat some ass. I get it. I like it. But if I'm supposed to have some empathy <laughs> for you, and you're just, like, all, like, crazy man. Like, I'm going to give you the crazy eyes. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Yeah, straight up, little Nikki. But I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I feel no sympathy. You could get beat down by Eric Young again and get your leg mangled, and I wouldn't care. Yes, yeah, I really don't know what class or what crowd. He, no, I don't want to say class. I meant to say crowd. I don't know what crowd he's trying to um, reach because 
I don't know what it is that you're trying to reach. Like you said, Moose. Moose has aesthetically changed over the years from like that Ric Flair gimmick to the whole damn show, to the legend killer, to the Moose that we got yeah. now doing Spanish flies every chance he gets. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know. You said the, when we were talking through chat and through text, you said the most bodiest line and it's a hundred bro your wife has like five six characters it's true though <laughs> like you look at sue young like sue <laughs> young has been doing the best work over the last three years with Susie and susan and the sue young mm-hmm. character and multiple different personalities she's mm-hmm. a female mcfoley of this era she's doing fantastic fucking work alexa bliss eat your heart out like as much as i love the alexa bliss stuff that's happening she's doing this on the fly she's figuring out characters on the fly Mm-hmm. So I give Sue Young a lot of credit because not only mm-hmm. is her wrestling awesome, but she changes up her wrestling for every different character she's in as well, too. So there is like the creative juices are flowing there. I just don't know how your partner is not seeing that. It's not like getting that synergy, getting that energy as well, too. What? Word, well, yeah, like, come on. Come on, cut a promo. Let's go. Like, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's do something. Chop, chop. Give me something, bro. Like, Throw you know, some what, what do I have, bro? Go back to the childhood. Like, oh, who's your favorite character? <laughs> that's, that's what you're bringing to Moose, bro? Moose? Moose? Moose, bro? <laughs> I'm so done. Yo, legit, that was jokes. But um, from one champion to new champions, um, we know that Finn Juice have the tag team straps for Impact. How do you feel about that change, and how do you feel where this is going? Because we know Finn so is I, over in Japan right now. I feel but like they're super How do you feel about the States about straps? Internationally, but I don't know how over they are in the States so far. And as much as we love them, we're having a good time watching them. Um, I don't know if the audience, is, or even the way they're being presented on Impact is a bigger deal than what they should be. Like, if anything, last, last Tuesday... Which they're gonna be heading Thursday pretty soon as well too. So that's gonna be excellent. Um, um, they were not that they were um, characterized as heels, but they were like, oh, you know, this 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 tag team from New Japan just comes out of nowhere and you know wins the titles and they go back to Japan. They're not even here on Impact. I'm like, okay, what are we trying to do here? Uh, I thought these guys were like the white meat baby faces. Now you're making them kind of sound like you know. Like international mm-hmm. threats, like we'll take your titles and we'll, we'll go to our corporation again. I'm like, mm, that's that's not how I saw Finn Juice in the first place. But the way they're they're making them out and making the Good Brothers kind of more sympathetic, uh, I don't get it. I don't get the storytelling there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a very weird storytelling. I agree with you. Um, if I if I would have saw it coming, Finn Juice kind of being like the heels, bro, I would have never believed it. I would have been like, nah. Bullshit, bro. Like, no, they're not gonna be the heels. And uh, even you got everybody kind of ragging on uh, the Good Brothers, disrespecting them. You know, like kicking them while they're down. So that's all babyface stuff going on for them, and it's crazy. I don't know where they're going. I I really don't know where they're going. I I hope it just wasn't a detrimental swerve for like no reason. Like, all right, we're just gonna lose, give you the straps because they're over in New Japan, bro. Like they've been working out there since they got them. Really, this has been the fear with the whole synergy of everybody working together. uh, Is that I feel like there are gonna be too many hands in the cookie pot, and things are gonna look a little weird going Mm -hmm. down the next couple of months. You know, I love the fact that New Japan is working with Impact. Like I get that. That's pretty damn awesome. But at the end of the day, it's like you're sacrificing championship titles or storylines. And, you know, you have this ultra 
heel group with the Good Brothers and now turning into almost baby faces in a way. It's like, and then you go back on on AEW and your heels again. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, there's too much, too much going on. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, it goes to what I was saying. Yeah, they are. They are impact is sacrificing a lot. You know, like you're sacrificing way too much. Now you sacrifice the tax traps. And like you said, you got them jumping around from baby face to heels. I mean, you still have to keep up the continuity and the relevancy of what you do over on Impact to what you do on Wednesday. So I, I'm just going with Impact uh, sacrificing too much, bro. But as far as for AEW, um, I feel like they've picked up the ball a lot more in my eyes as uh, opposed to some like um, results that we shouldn't have gotten like or, or blatant results. Like, okay, wow, I knew that was going to happen. Um, and they're putting on some good shows. I have enjoyed the past two Dynamites. I will not lie. I find myself getting excited for Dynamite again. They're putting on some great shows, great matches. Um, so they picked up the ball, man. I'm, I'm, like, I'm slowly, gradually filling them again, but I don't want to get my hopes up, you know? So, because I know I maybe at one point. Okay, here we go again. The I didn't AEW get your um, they're, before, they're doing good, but you know, just, let's just talk about it now. How do you feel about Pinnacle? Ah, pinnacle, <laughs> pinnacle, um, pinnacle. Um, <laughs> I like them. Uh, definitely, the package video gives you horseman vibes, evolution vibes. That's what I got from it. But um, uh, hmm. I like them. I, I, I mean, I'm still filling them out. They're still rough around the edges. I'm trying to get like, okay, of course we know MJF, like you, the main player. But I'm still trying to get those main player vibes i'm still trying to get those evolution vibes the horseman vibes right now i feel like i just came together what is your point what is your you know so i'm filling them out a little bit and obviously we got this group because like i said my dad asked me like oh i wouldn't throw <clears throat> yeah, FTR. FT, ftr ftr no oh no, okay yeah ftr i wouldn't throw them in this group man they, they were doing way better i'm like yeah yeah okay you know right now they don't got much for ftr to do with the bugs having the straps things of that nature so you know they got to find it out and I'm still filling them out, bro. I'm still filling them out. I'm not fully sold. The name, while cool, I, I, I don't think it'll probably ever grow on me. But, I hate um, the name. I'm still I, I really them hate out. the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it I, I can see why. It's, it's I, I got bland. used to Inner Circle. I remember I hated the name Inner Circle when it first came out. And I got used to it after a while. But, like, I don't know if you get used to Pinnacle. It, it, like, it, it sounds like bad vodka, which there is a bad vodka called Pinnacle. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> I feel like there's a lot happening in that group. Like you just have a lot of yeah. personalities, which is great. It's really cool. I like I love FTR. They bring that old school edge, and I love Tully and I love MJF. I think just them four would have been great. Um, and you know I'm always gonna love Sean Spears. Um, I just feel like. Mm-hmm. All right, if you had, like, maybe... If it was just Spears, MJF, and FTR, and you have, like, Tully being, like, you know, the JJ of the group, I would get that. But the sore thumb to me is Warlow. Yeah. Uh, the sore thumb is... Oh, it could be Spears, too. The no Spears could also be the sore thumb, like, too. Nah. You know what? I, I, I wouldn't say Spears, because... Since this, I don't know where it really started off, but since this rumor of possibly the four horsemen coming together, you know, a, a, a group similar to the yeah. four horsemen, 
Spears was always in the mix. He had the loaded glove and everything. So I think Spears is good for it. Um, I, I, I really say it's probably Warlow, bro. Warlow, we all love I mean, Warlow. I love freaking Warlow, bro. No, Yeah, we love Warlow here. No bash to him, but maybe it's just that he should not be in this group. He should be doing his single thing. But like you said a long time yeah. ago, Warlow is playing it safe. He's good right now. He doesn't want to jump into the single picture because there's the single picture. Bleak as hell. It's like he'll be lost right really fast. <laughs> exactly. So I think he's just like, F it. I'll stay here. I'll but like, sword thumb you know, Warlow has so sweat. much upside. Like, you know, it's still today he has... Um, he has history in the making for him because he's the first one to have shared that match with Cody Rose in AEW's first cage match. They haven't brought that shit back since. Yeah, the cage match. Yeah, and it was a good match. It wasn't like it was a bad match or a bad yeah. feel. It was just they haven't. They they're making it mean something. So that means something to me. Like we haven't seen it in a minute. So when it does come back, it's like, oh, cool, it's a yeah. cage match. It'll be cool. Um, which is smart. But like, there's a lot of upside for Warlow, yeah. and I definitely see the baby's face turn coming. Maybe not this year, but definitely next year. They already planted those seeds. There's one thing that I like about AEW. They plant the shit out of the seeds. They are fucking Jan Johnny Apple seeding that bitch. <laughs> Apple seed. Whoa. Bro, that, that mother flippers plant the seed like <laughs> freaking months ago before they freaking get the fruit of it. And, and, and I think that falls all down to Kenny Omega's storytelling. It, you see a lot of it, like, you know, where it's all a longevity story, like the longevity is there. But you do see the scenes. You do see the scenes. And for Warlord, all right, right let's get things. into it right now. WrestleMania season's upon us. We have the Hall of Fame coming up as well, too. Let me get your thoughts on the Hall of Fame because we have a weird group for for, for that's kind of mixed together from 2020 to 2021. Some people opting out, like Dave Batista opting out due to different scheduling um, conflicts. I just think both of us want to be in it. So. <laughs> He doesn't, bro. He don't. He don't want to be standing on the same stage with the great Kali next to him, bro. He, <laughs> that's why he opted out. He ain't talking about no, no fucking time constraints, bro, and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> it's a weird badge, bro. It's a weird badge. I mean, um, if you look at it, you got I'm happy Molly with Hot. that. Okay, cool. I mean, Molly Hot. Yeah, she was doing her thing, but I'm saying like. How long has she been on wrestling? I'm, I'm just looking at the time frame. Like, does I mean, she let me see. Like, you the last credit like... match she had was well. I mean, she's been in the the, the Royal Rumbles that that have been happening lately for females. But like, actual like last run run, I think it was like 2005 or 2006. Yeah. So that's like about a good like almost 15 years out of wrestling right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You could you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> But then you you go to the Turleys, bro. Like why 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 you got the great Kali, man? The great Kali. I mean, first of all, for me, Hall of Fame means <laughs> you're a game changer. You you were you were a trailblazer for this industry. I don't get that from Kali. I don't I don't get trail. I mean, they you do. want to talk about the Indian internationally because they've always you know had a big yeah he's sexy they call yeah. him sexy Kali <laughs> literally it figures that good for him <laughs> sexy Kali he's, he's the Punjabi playboy as they say <laughs> um yeah um yeah <laughs> fantastic 
No, no offense to anybody out here that loves Kali. <laughs> but, but um, I don't know. Is it, the only people that I can really get behind in this class is Kane. I believe Kane deserves it out of everybody. I mean, I believe RVD deserves it as well. Molly, like I said, she deserves it, but I don't. I feel like it's maybe too soon. And just my eyes, baby. It's just me being me. Um, but yeah, it's just it just feels like. Besides the exception of Kane and um, RBD, it just feels like a crowd that they're just like rushing up together. And I think this is the type of Hall of Famers we're gonna get from here on out, where we don't know who we're gonna get, and we're just gonna like. Okay, well, you want to know why? Let's I'll just put you. anybody. Number one, point, the, you know? the, the first reason is that in 2019, they blew their wad with the Hall of Fame because they started doing like that Legacy Hall of Fame edition, where like they were just throwing like wild names out there, like you yeah. get a Hall of Fame induction, and you get a Hall of Fame induction, but it's not really a Hall of Fame induction mm-hmm. it's just like you're part of the legacy brand so i'm like uh all right whatever go fuck yeah. yourself with that but number number two is that like everybody's dead you know mm-hmm. i know it's sad it's sad but like a lot of <laughs> i'm mad i'm mad though i'm mad everybody's you just dying it. or dead and you know and I, I i get why i mean no i don't get it and I, i'll be real frank with that i i, I don't get why Vince McMahon has a issue with inducting dead people into the Hall of Fame. Um, I know he, in his yeah. in his mind, it's like, you want a live person there to, to give their speech and their crying achievement or whatnot, but they're, you know, unless they're the new crop of people that you have in the last 10 years, everyone else is kind of fading away right now, man. And those are the people that we want to see. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we want to see the Rick Roos, the British Bulldogs yeah. and stuff like that. We want to see, hell, I'll fucking see Virgil. Yeah. Um, You know, we want to see, we want to see all these, you know, Hercules oh, yeah. Hernandez. I don't think he deserves <laughs> it, but hell, he'll be in there, you know, doing the clown or whatnot. Like, we want to <laughs> see people, or just even go further back. from there and whatnot from like the 80s and whatnot from the the wwwf times and you know yeah a lot of those yeah. people would be dead but they have family that can represent them and you could still fucking relish in, mm-hmm. in their in their career and just be happy and then give them the platform that they deserve that mm-hmm. they'll never have i agree with you because i mean i i forgot what year it was because my memory is terrible but you had paul bear Introducted, you know, uh, what, oh, what, Percy Pringle, his name, bro. Like, I'm terrible. <laughs> per- Percy Pringle, there you go. <laughs> I love that name. Yeah, you got yeah. him getting inducted by his sons, so you can do it. I don't. It, it's just the ego thing, or it's just you know his tunnel vision that he has. Like, I can't induct people that are deceased, you know. But you have family members that take up for them and take this honor in. You know their name, bro. So there's nothing wrong. It's just maybe certain people he just doesn't yeah. Want it's it's there. an ego thing. So, it's, it's very much an ego thing. I don't know. And I'm sorry to say, like a lot of the shit that's happening right now, like with AEW and a lot of these organizations opening back up. You know, are you gonna have a titty attack because they're not part of your brand anymore? Which I think he's opening up to, because with the introduction of Eric Bischoff being uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, knowing that he's spent a lot of time in AEW this year, last year, um, that speaks volumes right there, right? That kind of means he's opening up a little bit. Yeah, 
it, it does, it does. Um, but then again, was this yeah. the same guy that got pissed off because take, of Snoop Dogg? Take him off the whole thing. Take him off. Scratch it off. Get him off. Like, yeah, pissed as hell. So, but yeah, those are, those are slight changes that, you, it, slight changes that he's opening up and slight changes that maybe he has to swallow. You get what I'm saying? Because look at the predicament WWE's in right now. So maybe these are things that he has to do forcefully. He's probably against it, but and he doesn't have nobody yeah, else. I mean, there's a lot of people that I would still visual. put in there. The mm. fact that you know you have Jazz that's not there in the Hall of Fame right now. Jazz has an illustrious career from ECW. We won those first badasses, bro. He he he, he ain't gonna put Jazz in because Jazz is right, Jazz is man. He needs to respect that. That right now, so. my man. <laughs> 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 he he gonna he, 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 he gonna pull a a fake diesel and fake razor won't pull out Vim Rams, bro. <laughs> My man Reeves with the jumpsuit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yo, bro. <laughs> Quick tangent, bro. I had to look up. The, I had to show my pops the other day where uh, Jordan Grace gave her the fresh cut slap, and my son <laughs> lost it. That was Josh Matthews, right? Oh, no, that was great. <laughs> One of his last yeah, Josh moments. Matthews, he just lost it, bro. Madison <laughs> Rain. <laughs> A great epic last moment, bro. And his wife had to cover for him, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have you know the, the announcements, Molly Holly. Uh, RVD, Kane, Great Kali, and Eric Bischoff, mm-hmm. uh, along with the class of 2020 as well, too. Whoever wants to join that class right now, um, it's going to be weird, but that's happening on WrestleMania week as well, too. It's already going to be pre-taped, pre-taped, it could be pre-taped this week. So I believe that's already in order. Raw itself as well, too, is going to be pre-taped for the next week or so. So, um, that's going to be strange as well, too, because these go-home shows are not going to be live. They're going to be pre-taped. Um, no. Speaking about Raw, just a little quick tidbit. I am watching Raw while we're recording, and you can probably say the Hurt Business is over right now because um, this dude got into a scrap with Bobby Lashley while I'm showing Benjamin and stuff. So, yeah. Um, they just say it's over. That right there, just with WWE television in general. Like, I know, you know, we'll leave NXT for last because at least there's some good moments there. We can talk about WrestleMania right now. It's very, very convoluted, bro. Couple, excuse me, very convoluted <laughs> what's happening with the WWE. I feel like they're just throwing darts at a board and seeing what sticks right now because, you know... Uh, Let's 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 first talk about the women's division. Uh, we definitely have the Sasha Banks and and Bianca Belair f- a feud that's happening, and it's 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 getting a little better. It's revving up a little bit more, and I I get the the steam in there. But how lackadaisical is the build up right now for for I was gonna say Charlotte. Look at me. Uh, for for Oscar defending her strap at WrestleMania, like you would have thought. Yeah that there would be some prime candidates to maybe make a multi-women's match or like a gauntlet match or something to have all these ladies on the show to show that it can do something that mania give them like a moment right but no like Rhea Ripley just shows up out of nowhere and she's like mine I'm like you could have built her up just a little bit more maybe like a warm up match Mm. maybe like a surprise entrant like a battle royal to see who takes on Asuka but you know she just shows up you know no promo whatsoever just points at a sign and just you know that's it I don't like that man I understand we have like less than two weeks away from Mania but like there could have been more thought process there Mm, that's not hey 
Hey, you can't even say we're less than two weeks away. We're a week away. We're an hour away. It's the fucking pay-per-view day. You cannot sit here. I will go back to it, and I, I will always reiterate. WrestleMania is <laughs> as certain as death. There should be no reason. Yeah, bro. We know it's coming around. We know it's coming. Oh, yeah, you didn't, you didn't get that, Siri. I'm not talking to you. Anyway, <laughs> you don't um, say that. It is certain... <laughs> it is certain as death, brother, and you should not be in this predicament. And it gets me a little heated, bro, that you just really sit here and wait to probably like the last month or the month before to wrap up a crappy ass card in my eyes as you're doing right now. Like you said, once again, this hurts. Rhea Ripley, I mean, for the casual, no offense if you're hearing, but for the casual, you know, they'll gush at Rhea Ripley, mine, like you said, you know, like, nah, you gotta give me something, bro. Build it up nice. And that, this kind of hurts. It kind of hurts. But you, we know she's going over, obviously. Um, but I don't know, bro. I don't know. It should, it should be no excuse why they're scrambling up and doing bad in story building, because I'm not invested in the Bianca Belair and the Sasha Banks, even though I believe it will be a phenomenal match. Maybe I'm just building it up in my head, but the build to that could have been better <laughs> than just a freaking slap at freaking fast lane, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, it could have been way right, better. Let's than go that. down the card for what lane. it is right now. Of course, cards subject to change as always, but um, do they even have? Yeah, they do. They, they have some, they have night one and night two matches. Yeah, what? This is this is first of all. Sorry for cutting you off. I mean, I don't, I don't know the build i really we know the history is there we know the lineage is there whatever you want to say the lore but why the f am i getting <laughs> kevin owens and Sami Zayn again bro why 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 when i saw that on instagram i was like nah this this has to be a fan page maybe they're just you know an edit that they made you and know i looked it up and i'm like you're, you're not too far yeah. away from that because I, I really feel that this is a match that was given to both of them because number one they don't have anything planned for them and um, I I wouldn't say Bro, this is a match, pitch but I definitely feel like this is a, a pitch that they both break gave to McMahon they're like listen you don't have a lot of people here <laughs> you know you need to fill up two nights of a card right <laughs> Well, me and Sandy have been wanting yeah. to WrestleMania matches since we were little boys. Why not just let us tear the place up? You know, we'll give you a good match. We'll call it a day. It doesn't mean anything. And I bet you Vince was like, yeah. And I swear to everything. Swear to everything. Uh, mark my words right now. That Vince would be so petty to say, yeah, this is WrestleMania. And then night of WrestleMania is pre-show. <laughs> Pre-show. Oh, hell yeah, that's pre-show, brother. That, bro, that bad boy is gonna be pre-show, man. Yes, yes, like, is petty like that, bro. But so for night two, on Sunday we have April 11th. The main event is the triple threat match with Roman defending his Universal Championship against Edge and Daniel Bryan. We saw that coming a mile away. Are you more interested knowing that's a triple threat match, or are you still on the fence in this main event? I'm still on the fest with the main event because um, we know Brian just got interjected to save Roman with the pin. So um, against the pin. So at the end of the day, it's always going to be Edge and Roman. But um, I'm really not that invested yeah, into it, honestly. Nah, I, um, you're probably all right. No, I'm not. I'm not. I feel like it's 
It, it's so cold right now. It, it's very cold. I feel like, you know what? If anything, this should have been last year. I know they were pushing Drew, and I get it. But you know, with the uh, with with Edge coming in, and you know, making that shocking Rumble appearance, you know, that should have been like the program going in right there. Just capitalize on that. A year later, you're kind of like. Well, if Edge is going in and he's entering, like, what number? Was he number one, number two? I forget. Um, I think he's coming in. Two. Of course, he's gonna win, right? And it's like you saw that coming, so I think the yeah. hype really wasn't there. I will say, I do love the fact that he's more of a heel now. That works for me. Like, Prick Edge has always been the best Edge. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that will spark my interest a little bit more because Daniel Bryan is such an endearing babyface and Robin is such a badass heel right now that having Edge as, like, the crazy old man in this kind of works for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of like that unhinged lunatic. I, I, I do agree with you. Edge's best work has always been heel work, prickish Edge. You know, even for... I mean... It was a real rivalry yeah. and stuff, but even with the Matt Hardy, that's when he just shined the most, you know, Prickish oh, right. so Night one. But I'm still not invested. Um, maybe the main event? Not too sure yet. They haven't announced it as a main event, but lastly, defend his WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Invested? Not really? Yeah. Mm. Ah. Um. No. I. 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 I I can't say I'm invested. I mean, I'm happy that Lashley finally got the strap. Lashley's walking into WrestleMania with the strap. Um, I am and I'm not. I'm, I'm hot and cold. I'm hot and cold. Maybe the day of or when these guys are walking down the ramp, I'll be like, all right, I'm invested. Let's go. But I'm um, kind of on the ropes about it right now. I was all in it because I do remember what was it last year. I want to say... I'm not sure if it was Backlash or what event happened last year where these two had that one-and-done feud. And that match was incredible. These guys went balls to the wall for at least 25 minutes and had a great-ass match together. We wanted more. I think we were saying that we wanted that feud to extend. So... I'm mm-hmm. confident that it will be a yep. spectacular match. They have history even working in um, Impact Wrestling having great matches as well, too. So they have the chemistry. What I don't like is all the shenanigans like you just mentioned mm-hmm. right now. The Hurt Business breaking up and, you know, reassembling, disassembling. I feel like you want to go into Mania strong. Yeah. You want to make Lassie look like the threat of all threats. The Almighty, the Conqueror. He has lightning in his entrance now. You want to make him mm-hmm. like the unstoppable force that Drew has to take down. <laughs> and when you have all these shenanigans, you make him look weak a little bit. So that's the only thing that's kind of tearing me down this with this match right here. Yeah. yeah, if you wanted to split the Hurt Business, it should have been split after Mania. Yeah. You know, maybe like a few months after. But it would have been an epic intro, like you said, bro. Have the Hurt Business behind him. Like, this is our beast. This is our monster, the almighty. Let's get it. You know, build them up, hype them up. But they just did these shenanigans now. So, and I mean, plus the build up, maybe that's what it is. The build up, I feel like it's been kind of meant for me. And I feel like it's a rivalry well, for you that we should have been explored already. Like you said, especially well, off the, the fact reason that they got why the it's so bland is because the real main event happened already. The main event was supposed to be Sheamus and Drew. 
and they were building that up and they they mm-hmm. they, they did it i think in my opinion they did a solid job of making me feel that Sheamus and Drew would be a good main, main event for WrestleMania i think they had the storytelling down packs for a couple of months i felt like the hatred between them in a way as well too i think they would have had a great match of mania as well um but i think the focus has been so much on those two that it took away from Lassie's title run so far Yeah, I agree. It, it, that's the rivalry you should have went with, bro, because you were doing a good job seeing their brotherly bond, their interaction backstage, their promos, you know, the little shake and bake and stuff like that. And just have, instead of that hardcore match that we had at Fastlane, bro, it should have been at Mania for the main event. That's what it should have been. Call me just crazy. The I think this match is going to be main event for night one. I think you're going to have Sasha and Bianca as main eventing. <laughs> Bro, it should be bad. My heart. <laughs> You're not for this match at all. <laughs> nah, I'm. I'm not, man. I'm not because I think this. I mean, we know that Sasha yeah. took the strap from a heel Bailey, so she is a face. But I've always felt that the best work, like Edge, as you said, is heel work for Sasha. Obviously, I feel like here you just got almost maybe a tweener and two baby faces going up against each other. So I'm not getting the that desperation or I, even from Bel Air, I'm not getting that. Yo, I'm the head, you know, bitch in charge. Like, you know, I forgot the EST of NXT or the EST of Raw, or whatever. I'm not getting that. You just done got the taste <laughs> slapped out your mouth, and you just sat there like. Okay, it's mania, no mania. You did so it, you're already looking weak from fast lane and the build, bro. I, I would have much preferred a build, or maybe, maybe, maybe have a uh, heel Bel Air just every night continuously <laughs> just Oklahoma slamming Sasha into a blittery, bro. Like I would have been for that, you know. And then I would have been like, all right, I'm I'm with this match. Let's go. But the bill, but it probably will be the the main. Here's event the here's the main event worthy actually. match that hasn't even been um, specified on if it's going to be night one or night two. <laughs> Raw tag team championship <laughs> match: The New Day takes on AJ Styles and the debuting Omos. Uh, Bro, just with the debut with Omas, it should be main event, bro. This, this is Kali right That's here. This is their new Kali. That's it. Hall of Fame, five more years from now. Mm-hmm. Bro. <laughs> that brother better wrestle the turtleneck, bro. Even, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that match, I'm, I'm really not interested in it. Um, <laughs> thrown together for no reason. AJ. This is AJ's like, Um, AJ is trying to make this work so well, bro. He's doing his best to make this work. (laughs) Yo, he is, bro. I mean, that's why I respect and applaud AJ, just for the professional gentleman that he is. But, bro, he should be nowhere near this this fight or whatever it is like honestly bro and he comes out religiously doing some phenomenal mic work getting trying to get omas over bro like you just standing there like great redwood <laughs> silent so i don't know oh, I'm not, I'm not let's see what else here. we got here oh the fiend versus randy orton is it specified it is specified for night two so night two 
you're getting Fiend and Randy Orton. And it's not even like a, a special match. It's just a it's... Fiend and Morton. That's it. <laughs> Fiend and Orton. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like something you would find on Pornhub. Um, <laughs> do you see this being a regular That's match? That's the hard thing, man. Match? We're going to have a live audience. So I don't think they're going to sit on their hands and knees look at a screen all day for like a cinematic match. Like, I think you had okay. it well last year because you didn't have any expectations for the fans to boo you. Um, this right here. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to expect. I, I really don't know what to expect with this match. I, 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 uh, I it's all negative in my opinion. I, I, you know, after watching that Randy Orton Broken Skull interview, I, I feel for him. Like, he's, you know, he's trying his best to be yeah. a great, credible wrestler even since today. So I give him a lot of respect. But you got Mangled Fiend over here. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know <laughs> what, what to expect. I don't even know what to do with this character yeah. after this. Like, yeah, the match is over. What do you do with both characters? Yeah. Like, oh, like, I don't know. <laughs> the, the Fiend has been... You know, his his attire physically represents what the company has done to him, bro. They've just mangled this character way more ways than anybody can imagine, bro. Misused from the jump. This was kind of supposed to be your saving grace from Raw. This is the way you went. Um, and like you said, where do we go from here after The Fiend? What's next for him? What's next for Orton? Obviously, you're not going to interject The Fiend in any type of title pick. Um, so what's next for Orton as well? I mean... I don't know. These, this is, I guess, similar vibes. Of Sammy Owens and Kevin Sammy Kevin Owens. I'm butchering that. Therapist is not yes. real. Sammy Owens is not real. Yes. <laughs> Kevin Sammy is not real. You know what? Straight up, this mask can, 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 can go away like a wet fart. And. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> even the Fiend character going went far too. I, 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 I'll take my man Swamp, Swamp Man Bray Wyatt again and just let him ramble for a while because I'm just tired. I'm tired of people. I'm tired of yeah. people talking fire. More, more That's the biggest thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I mean, as <laughs> what's next? Oh, yes. Randy Orton or RKO's a fireball? Like, <laughs> he about to punt it. Your, game, your games don't work no more me bless um but yeah no i i much rather prefer the, the rambling swamp man because he had more meat to that character and legit he used to ramble but his presence on the mic was entertaining and this dude could sell freaking prosciutto you know, to a rabbi you know what it worked so fans, you know it been like a gimmick yeah. match show these guys i i i know i know the it might not be the most safe match, but it'd be fun for the fans to watch, I guess. And since yeah. the Fiend has all this fucking makeup on, it could work. You don't do a low budget Inferno match. You already burned them once. Burn them again. I wouldn't mind that. You're, you already burned them once. Randy already got burned <laughs> where he got the crispy tan and then just came back regular. Might as well do it, bro. Bring it back. Inferno match. Yeah. Have it would have been fun. Like Kane and Undertaker. And just have him go. Yeah, it would have been fun, bro. Like, I, don't know. I just oh, want to go. We have more for night two. Night two is going to give us Oscar Rhea Ripley. So their main event idea that that's not even non-existent. How do you? 
b- besides the weak build up that we got. For I this, mean, it has to go rifting, right? Like, yeah. yeah but this is to. WWE, so like the, the time we want Oscar to win, like she doesn't win. The time we want her to lose, watch her go over. Um, Should watch her go over, I- yeah. But you're fine. <laughs> sorry for cutting you off. <laughs> sorry for cutting you off. The, does the because we know supposedly Sasha had Sasha, you hear me? Charlotte has COVID or had COVID. Does the timeline play into the Raw after Mania for her to come back, or like how long does she uh, come back? That was like two or three weeks, Twitter right? That like, four more days, maybe, and you're clear. And that was last week. Okay. Now, All my right. only fear is that they're going to do a precautionary like tale for her. Like, you know, you had it. We wanted to stick you off for a little bit yeah. for safety measures. But my mind's eye, muchacho, is that they're, they're already taping these last two Raws. So it might be a WrestleMania yeah. surprise. Like, you know, we're going to make this a triple threat match and throw Charlotte in there with no build whatsoever. I mean, this feud has no build anyway, so why not? Um, but I yeah. still feel like you have to have Rhea Ripley go over, and at least if she goes over, she goes over someone with a name like Asuka. Like, Asuka does sacrifice the name a little bit, but mm-hmm. what is Asuka really sacrificing these days? She's not like super pushed or anything like that. Yes, she's champion, yeah. but she's, cha- she's just a person holding the title at this point. Yeah, she is. It's sad that Asuka fell into this role. And I, I, I wouldn't think I, I, I wouldn't sit here and say anybody would have fell into this role as they got the belt. Um, the way she got it from the ladder match, you know, Becky Lynch re- relinquishing it because she's preggers. But I think it's just maybe Asuka. I, I, I think maybe somebody else would have just probably been much more different in the situation. But it has to be Rhea going over. It's going to be Rhea and Charlotte to feud for Night this. Night your main event, Bad Buddy versus The Miz. Ooh, hell yeah. You're invested in this bullshit? F that. (laughs) No, I'm not. I lost interest when as soon as they said this is going to be a singles match. So I was like, what was the point of Damian Priest off this whole match, this whole time? Told you. Didn't I say it a minute ago? I was like, this Bad Bunny Junction can hurt Damian Priest. It took away his main event. This this is a WrestleMania moment. What? Yeah, it's a good way of WrestleMania moment. And here we got Bad Bunny, which hmm, I question myself, who came up with this match? Because when Bad Bunny did the little crossbody on Raw off the top turnbuckle to the outside, he damn near ended himself. So <laughs> you legit are going to make this wrestling fan have a shot at Mania where every <laughs> the whole world is watching. Hey, let's uh, hit that. This is what you want to do. Okay. He did the illest that he get those slap I have ever seen. Well, I'm... Yeah, me. He's <laughs> like a fucking a rough That's ass. why. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know Puerto Ricans know how to swing a bat, so... <laughs> yeah, who, who goes over in this match? Please, some of the miss goes over, because that'd be hilarious. Ah, oh, bro. What? <laughs> I, ah, man, I don't even know at this point, honestly, with this one. um, I, I, I'm i going to say Bad Bunny goes over, bro. I'm, I'm Yeah, just because you got the live crowd, just because you got everybody watching, just because I know 
Puerto Rico is going to be watching as well. So I, I, I think that money goes over just for the Oof. shot. How many matches do we have left? No, we, have, we, we have a few left. Hold on. But, but, I'm a, all right. Yeah, we definitely do have a few. I'm going to get your views on these last two. First of all, we got Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. That was just scrambled together. Match, How though? do you feel about that? I, I think this is your mm-hmm. Kurt Angle Benoit match right here. This is like your wrestling match. I think mm-hmm. you don't have, there's not a lot of theatrics. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of like stables to pop in or out. It's really just like if you want to put Shinsuke in there or if you want, but Seth doesn't have anybody either. So it's like, it, it, it could come down to just yeah. a classic wrestling match. And this, unfortunately, unfortunately, or it may turn heads, who knows? But this is probably going to be Cesaro's one and only singles match for a WrestleMania. I mean, he had one last year for a pre-show against Drew Gulak, which is yeah. a match. But, um, yeah, this could either be a swan song or this could revitalize his career. Like a match with Seth Rollins right here. Seth Rollins could sacrifice a loss, which I don't think is going to happen. I think he's going to get the win in this match. But he could sacrifice a loss to build up Cesaro to be that, that person he should be. But I'm not thinking that far ahead. I'm thinking that Mania only, and I'm just saying... They're gonna put on the hell of a show. My my heart of hearts, my mind's eye want us wants to say that they're gonna put on a hell of a show because it's too workhorse. Whatever whatever he we give Rollins for his character, he, he still gets you know gets down in the ring. Cesaro, we know he's a fucking stud. So when I saw it, I mean I was like, okay, it's gonna be a good match, but then I was like, huh. Maybe this is the start of something. Maybe that's why I'm looking at it different. Maybe this is the start of something, just like you said. Maybe this is the start of rivalry. Maybe this is just the renewal of Cesaro's um, comeback with, you know, singles comeback, you would say. Maybe this is the revival or the renewal of the coronation of the character of whatever Seth Rollins is. And these two dudes are going to work past Mania. So maybe it was just me looking at it wrong and you opened my eyes right now. Yeah. So whatever it is, I think it's going to be good. You want to talk about that second match? Yeah. So I... I don't know if it's the same one that, that that I'm thinking about, but I know I know you're not invested in this match because your man, you know, uh, Ua Nation, <laughs> like, lost to Biggie like three times. Why are we getting this match at Mania again, bro? Like you said, he lost three times to him. Like, he lost at Fastlane. I don't know how uh, you feel about this. Are you invested to see this? It, it, are we going to get the Wakanda entrance? Too, but I'm screaming <laughs> in my head saying this is going to be a pre-show match. And I don't want that to happen. That's a slap in the face of both of these guys. Um, but it could be. Um, but if it's not, um, I don't know how I feel about it. I think, oh, man. Um, I would love Apollo Crews to have this moment to win that championship um, at WrestleMania, have a moment for himself. That would be fantastic. That will probably be his only biggest moment because I don't see him getting higher than that. I could be fucking wrong. I think there's more upside yeah. for Biggie than there is Apollo Cruz. But um, I think it will be a hard any match. I think if you let them go for at least 10, 12 minutes of just suplexing the shit out of each other, it will be a great match as well, too. Um, I I just hope that there's no shenanigans. And I feel like there's going to be like <laughs> spears and militia coming down, which I will be invested in. But. As no, far as like, a that, classic man. wrestling yeah. match, I would love that too. I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna be optimistic and say it's gonna be a great match, but this could fall into shenanigans as well too, and I would hate that. Maybe this is me being too hard, but 
if this falls on pre-show, this is the ceiling that we're going to get for Apollo. Apollo's yeah. not going to get nowhere in WWE. And it just kind of also shows me, it just kind of also shows how much expectation and not the ceiling for Biggie, but just shows, like I told you in the past podcast, there's something holding Biggie back. Maybe somebody, maybe front office. I'm just not, I don't know what it is, but if it's on pre-show, it just kind of shows how much faith you have in Biggie as well. Um, it definitely should be on the card, the main card, but I would like a solid wrestling match with no effery because they were having a good match at Fastlane. And it was just that quick roll-up or whatever happened. So, um, I don't know, man. But kind of We talked about Sammy and Owens already. Uh, let's talk about... That's going to be on night two. Let's talk about this match. I believe it's supposed to be on night one as well, too. I know you're not invested because you know what's going to happen. Get these hands. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Oh. Yeah, this is this is a throwaway match. This is, like, like you say in Jeremy, piss break. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, th- th- we all know what's gonna happen here. A big spot for Shane McMahon to just die and Braun Strowman to just, you know, do his thing. That's all it is, bro. That's why they saved it for Mania. So, I mean, I really don't care about this match. Should Braun go over, though? Super Point. I, I don't even. It has to be Braun. It has to be Braun, bro. Yeah. Because it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at it this way. Maybe this is just me being a little bit <clears throat> tunnel vision, but it has to be Braun because, okay, what is Shane? If Shane's just going to fade into obscurity after this, Shane, what, you hurt more Braun by having Shane go over in my eyes. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong, but how are you going to, I mean, bro, this is the guy that got kicked in the nuts by Keith Lee. You get you lose to Shane at Mania, there's no recovering from this. Not no, saying Shane right. is, you know, but like, if there was be, a stipulation bro, involved, bro. I would be a little bit happier. Like, let's say if Braun loses, he has to, like, work for Shane, like his muscle, which I could get behind as, like, Shane running a muck on any brand, and he could do whatever he wants because Braun is his backup now. That that would work right there because you could set up mm-hmm. different angles with other people, uh, especially, like, a Cesaro. That would be fantastic right there. Um, but mm-hmm. I know that's not going to happen. That's the armchair um, booking right now. The fact that there's no stipulation and it's just bare bones and wrestling match. <laughs> meh, meh. And, and that's yeah. your WrestleMania card right <laughs> yeah. now. No yeah. other females on this card. You can't really do a battle royal because you don't <laughs> got the people for a battle royal. So it's like your Baileys are, are missing from this, you know, um, um, yeah. your female tag team uh, division are missing from this as well too like maybe that'll be inserted tonight or on smackdown um i expect it to at least um but i I want some bodies even if you could throw bailey in like a tag team gauntlet let's say you throw um naya and shayna together you throw in um the riot squad you throw in who else is a tag team right now um i know Um... Oh, oh, um, Dana Brooke and, and Mandy. Um, and let Bailey grab somebody. Let you know what? Let Bailey grab Billy Cage if she's been fi- trying to find somebody. That would be hilarious. Yeah, it would work. That would be a comedy, would be there. Would yeah. mm-hmm. You have the comedy, and then you got like the serious exactly. trolling from Bailey. So I think it would work. Just to throw Bailey in the WrestleMania, the, the fact that she doesn't have a premier match or a match at all is, is shock. It's shocking. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. And even if 
I mean, bro, you look at you look at the other product. You should have had a, yeah. a Gauntlet Revolver match like Impact, bro. Like you you could have did something for this strap. And even if Bailey wasn't gonna win or whatever, it would have showcased the other talent that you have and not leave them out All right. in obscurity. Well, like let's spin right into uh, NXT Takeover. We have about a good ten minutes left, so we'll try to get by this as fast as possible. But go for it. So, do you want to no, touch let, NXT or do you want to wrap it? Let's go for it. Let's go for the matches that have been announced so far for April seventh and April eighth. Um, are you hyped for this? Stand deliver. You know the names there. You know we have the matches set up so far. The rivalries are there as well too. Uh, are you hyped or are you a little like meh? It's there. Ah, uh, <laughs> freaking yeah, I'm hyped, bro. We were looking at NXT from top to bottom, night one, night two. Night one, you got Io Shirai versus Mina Gonzalez for the strap. You got main event. Exactly. That's going to be phenomenal. Those seeds were planted a long time ago in that <laughs> war, uh, games. war Games match went up. Yeah. <laughs> then you got. Um, it's going to be a hard. Bro, I could bear this match almost. It, it's going to be on the level of Dragonov and Walter. I'm calling it. You got Tommaso Ciampa and Walter, bro, going at each other's neck. These two dudes are just freaking savages. And like you said right now, Ciampa is <laughs> the old man. Old man Ciampa. I got nothing to lose. You know, so I'm going to do my thing. Then you got... I'm, I'm a little bit invested in it. I won't lie. The NXT Tag Team Championship match where you got MSK. You got uh, Legado del Fantasma. And you got Grizzly Young Vets. Hoping, you know, praying to the wrestling gods that Grizzle Young Vets go over. Um, and then you got the gauntlet. The gauntlet. You hear me? <laughs> the gauntlet. Elim- <laughs> the gauntlet eliminator for the North American strap for night two. Bro, night one looks yeah, phenomenal. It, it looks the pretty damn amazing. Like, I'm, I'm going to Legado, man. Like, I think those boys, Joaquin Wild and uh, Raul Mendoza, really deserve a win. They deserve something, man. Because I, as much as I love the, the GYVs, yeah. Um, um, I think no matter what they'll be saved, but don't them boys, you know, I think they, they, they do need a win. Uh, MSK though, um, and this is for the vacant tag team championships as well too, because of, uh, whether it was only, yeah. or was it, was it, um, yeah, um, I think it was Birch that got injured. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Birch that got injured. So it's for the vacant. It just kind of scares me where it's yeah. MSK in this, and it just kind of scares me, kind of like you said, that they won the Dusty Cup just to kind of like slap in the face Trey Miguel saying, hey, you weren't here. This could have been you. So, you know, haha, now we're going to disrespect you and have them win everything. So that's that's the little thing that get you know, scares me. I do agree with you where Legado deserves it because Legado has been eating crap besides Escobar. But man, oh man, I'm just so big on the Grizzly Young Vets, bro. And I, I believe they just... Same. I think the Goblin matches would be States. great to showcase different people. You're, you're going to have your your Bronson Reeds. You're going to have your... Um, to the moon, LA Knight. Hmm. He's LA been floundering. <laughs> He's been floundering. He has, bro. Dude, I was gonna. I wanted to get your views on that. Yeah, bro. But he has, man. He's been floundering. I'm a little upset about that. But yeah, you got a plethora of great talent that we will be just. Dis- oh, bro, no. Yo, it can't be. It can't be this dude. That's Leo. Leo Ruff is in this. His name. <laughs> well, is Leo uh, Ruff in this? Well, oh, well. <laughs> you gotta have a body to throw around, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you need I do love it. I think it's gonna be a hot ass correct. night for that. But tell me about night two, though. 
Oh, night two. Uh, night two, yeah. Um, we got the NXT Championship match between Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. We're finally getting that. Uh, I was a little bit mad about it, but I'm invested in it. We're getting the unsanctioned match between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam yeah. Cole. I think these boys They're are going to go to town on each other and tear the house down. That, Yeah, bro, definitely. I think they are. The other runner-up that may seal the show, we got the ladder match for the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Santo Escobar versus Jordan Devlin. That's going to be fire, bro. I think that's going to be phenomenal as well. And then we got Johnny Gargano taking on the winner from the Eliminator of Night 1. So, what are your thoughts about that? It does look like it's a hell of a more invested. I think that's going to be the night that's on Peacock exclusively, right? Yeah. So, I think they're going to put all their cars on deck for that one right there. Um, (laughs) The car crashes are going to be in this -hmm. this night right here, especially with that Devlin and that Escobar match. Um, The Gargano, it's going to be interesting to see. I feel like he's going to have a a say on who should be in this match or who should go over. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think they'll sway us and throw like an Austin Theory as entrant in that six-man challenge and make him win? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that. I have a feeling that the winner um, that's going to take on this would be night too, I think it's going to be I would be invested theory, in that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's more interesting than Dexter Loomis at this point. And more interesting than any other name I can conjure right now. I would say Bronson like Reed. I, I really so still feel think... like his moment's there, waiting. Yes. Yes, it is. But... I think right now, if if you're gonna go on Peacock and you want to, you know, get those viewers and just to just swerve, I think well, you have a lot of faith in Austin Theory with, with with people as a draw. I mean, he's a I do chat. like get that he got he he got the Osprey looks right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I think this will be kind of a coming out for him where he's definitely been under the tutelage of Gargano and in there with Gargano I think it'll kind of be like a beautiful swan dance where Gargano's gonna walk him over bro and I, I mean honestly I won't lie bro I, I'm big on theory since he came back to okay. NXT I, 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 I can be I like invested it. in that one and of course who do you feel is gonna take that cruiserweight strap the undisputed cruiserweight strap this is the most it's ever been like like I, I guess that that title has been exposed as far as like a main deal like this right here is very important not just mm-hmm. for nxc uk or nxc in general but this just to put on a map that small dudes could have a giant spot um what are your thoughts like who do you think is going over on here yeah. oh man first of all i think it's gonna be a phenomenal match like you said i think both continents are gonna get can you consider mexico a continent or whatever but you know (laughs) central america there you go yeah um i think europe mexico are gonna be on full display with these two dudes they're both gonna get the shine um combustible elements i believe they're gonna lock up very well um wow my heart i want to say and i want to see escobar go over I think just for the fact that Escobar will be on American television constantly, uh, if Devlin goes over, I expect him to be out here more. You get what I'm saying? Like, he has to be out here full time. But if you're going to jump back between the UK scene and here, then for me, Escobar has to go over. And maybe this is just me in my mind's eye, but I would love to see a freaking flying headbutt with the loaded luchador mask. <laughs> Devlin. So, um, 
But yeah, I think it has to be. Escobar I would love Escobar to go over and have you know have um, Mendoza and uh, Wild all have the straps at the same time. But I feel this is just me, and I know it could go really south. You're probably gonna hate this so much, but I feel that it's at a point where Devlin probably needs it more. You know, uh, the Irish, the Irishman probably needs that championship to to be a little bit more relevant because you take that away, it's like they had nothing to fight for over there. Mm -hmm. Um, They can call Mm -hmm. up Escobar and Wild and um, Mendoza. That's their new Andrade. They could. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Devlin at this point needs it. Yeah, because Escobar is super safe, man. He could just get called up. I do agree with you. You made me see that point right now. Um, ah, man. It's just scary. What are we oh, going to do with Escobar on the main roster? That's the only thing. And exactly, bro. All I'm thinking about is heartbreak. Kids <laughs> that's like that. it. That's <laughs> it, bro. That's all it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, Devlin needs it more. Um, I think we never got the Escobar no. on cross, right? We never and got I don't that. know if we need it, if too, I'm at this point. Like, I feel like they're so separate. Mm-hmm. Like, they're two different entities that they don't need the cross pass because they'll hurt each other. Like, not like yeah. physically, but like, it, it, one or the other will get hurt by a loss from, from these guys because they're so hot right now. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely correct on that. Yeah, they're both hot right now. So, um, speaking about cross... Who, does, who oh. gets the strap in the main? I, 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 I said I'm, more I'm looking at go. now. Cross is going over. I, I feel that they they need bodies okay. on the main roster, and they want to probably bring Finn back. I think they've seen the work that Finn has done. You know, you know how Vince loves it. I'm gonna give you shit mm-hmm. to eat, and you better like it. And they gave Finn a lot of shit yeah. to eat. I didn't think he's earned a spot to go up there. If anything, send Ricochet back down there. Yeah. <laughs> Ricochet, you know what, bro? I think Balor's not even looking at it as he ate shit. I think Balor's actually just had more fun and he's more calm, cool, and collected that he's in NXT. And that's why we're getting the phenomenal body of work that we're getting. I'm still going to stand by my pick and say Balor's going to go Oof. over, bro. I think Cross will get called up. Ooh, I think Cross is going to get called Puerto up. Rican yeah. with I'm saying Balor. Woman. Yeah. Bar- <laughs> Give me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't follow that up. <laughs> I want <laughs> all the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> we have all the, all the Puerto Ricans. I'm gonna form the new Los Puerto Where's Fabio? He's alive, right? Come on. <laughs> Carlito was here a minute ago. <laughs> Get him back, get him back, get him back. AEWS <laughs> <laughs> Puerto Ricans, I'll, I'll do them. I'll buy the whole damn island. <laughs> <laughs> What's a damn island like? You give me a carry and crown. Um, but yeah, man, um, night one, night two definitely looks better than WrestleMania from top to bottom. Shorter, ma- like a, a shorter uh, list of matches, but more impactful. Uh, Last storylines makes yeah. all these matches right here and I feel like this is one of those takeovers that we're going to remember for a long time I feel like we haven't had that in a long time too 
Yeah, I agree. This is this takeover has me like just tromping at the bitch, bro. This takeover has me like, all right, it's gonna be brewski, pizza, wing day, and I haven't really got that in a minute from a takeover and, um, besides Warriors. Smart, smart talk, guys. I'm gonna throw my plugs real quickly because we got two minutes left. So uh, for me myself, Lucha Val Cisco on Twitter, Lucha Val Cisco on Instagram, EWA Podcast, Elite Wrestling Audio. It's on Twitter by EWA Podcast. Instagram by EWA Podcast, and of course on Facebook at Elite Wrestling Audio. Download it, save it, whatever you do, take a listen, take a gander. It would be fantastic. Thank you for that, for that right there. Um, pop culture fanatics, if you guys want to go ahead and listen to the pop culture of the world and talk about Justice League or talk about oh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon, looking at the new America's ass right there. Um, <laughs> PCF Podcast on Twitter, PCF Podcast on Instagram, and Pop Culture Fanatics on Facebook. It's also on every podcast out there. Um, I'll throw this one for you too. TKC, uh, The Kimura Chronicles, MMA Podcast, Strictly for MMA. We just had our latest episode for uh, UFC 260 as well too. Check that out. TKC Podcast on Twitter, TKC Podcast on Instagram, and uh, The Kimura Chronicles on Facebook out there as well too. Download it, subscribe out there. Where can people find you, brother? Ooh, uh, really quick. Y'all can find me at Twitter and Instagram by the same handle. It is SunEaterUA. Those are my handles. You can hit me up there if you guys want to chat. If you guys like video games, hit us up on Instagram at lag switching. Lag underscore switching. I apologize. I never hit the underscore. So it's lag underscore switching. That's on Instagram. And that podcast is on Spotify and Apple, and we just talk some video games out there. We get together with the fellas and talk. Thank you, brother. It has been a fantastic time over here at Smart March Talk at Elite Wrestling Audio. Until the next one, man, thank you so much. Hell yeah.